that's not a uh, hindsight 2020 at the time i was like why aren't they going for it that's a vic fangio this makes no sense whatsoever makes yeah. no sense no sense whatsoever all right we're hot happy monday happy nfc afc conference championship week wrapped monday it went so well it was really an offer wasn't it yeah first the yeah. chiefs are in it which sucks you're pulling for the bills and all of the bills fans i think we talked last week about who had it worse bills fans and browns fans and even though i decided the browns fans had it worse the bills fans still fucking suck yeah or it still sucks for them and then of course our hated kansas city chiefs win and then goddamn tom brady and the tom brady <laughs> and the tb12s fucking win again <laughs> tb12 baby Son of a bitch. 43 years old. 43 years old. Heading to his 10th Super Bowl. <laughs> 10 Super Bowls. Jesus. He has like the... He has like the fourth most playoff wins of any franchise. Yeah, that's history. right. You did send me that stat last night. Do you uh, remember it off the top of your head? Should I look it up? Uh, I remember some stats, so let me throw some shit out at you. He's... Here, here's some Tom Brady stats. <laughs> He has five more playoff wins than Elway and Peyton Manning combined. Yep. Obviously, if he wins a Super Bowl, he'll have more than... Well, he already has more more than their combined Super Bowls, but... True. Yeah. <laughs> that's already so, done. We don't that's already done. That yet. That's already done. Uh, he's right now the Bucks' all-time leader in playoff touchdowns. It's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> God. Uh, and obviously, if he wins the Super Bowl, he will have more wins, more Super Bowl wins than any franchise in history. He will have, personally, more Super Bowl wins than any single franchise any, in yeah, history. Because currently, it's it's a tie between the Pittsburgh Steelers and, and the New England Patriots with six. Oh, I thought the Niners had six. Did they just have five? I think the Niners only have five. Okay. Yeah. So, But I know the, the Pittsburgh and New England, so he'll... He'll have seven. <laughs> He'll be the all-time leader in franchise Super Bowl wins. Do you think that they're going to beat the Chiefs? We'll you know, straight I, to the hot I, I said the from top. the get-go, I, I think Peyton Manning. I mean, I think Peyton Manning. I think that uh, Brady's winning it all when the playoffs started. Yeah, but I you picked from the, the Packers last week. And you said, now I won't be surprised if Tampa wins, but yeah. you picked the Packers. I still, but I told you how many times privately I would not bet against Tom Brady. I think he's going to win when they get to the Super Bowl. Difference between betting against him, betting for him, and picking well, him. Well, there's a difference between in private everything I say and then in public where I want to end up not looking as bad. And I should have just publicly declared that Tom Brady was going to make it to the Super Bowl and win it. Yeah, I do think they're going to win. So you think they're going to beat the Chiefs? I do. Uh, how do you think Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, the head coach of the Packers, feel this morning waking up from that? I, it's something that he's used to, so he should know about it. This is, what, his fourth? Fourth, fourth NFC championship game. Loss. No, it's his loss. fifth, yeah, excuse fifth me. game. Fourth at loss. First one at home, I believe. Yeah, first ever at home. Uh which is crazy. Which is stat. funny. They threw out a statistic that the only there's only a couple people that as many losses. One was uh, Don McNabb with as many championship losses. Yeah. One was Don McNabb. I can't remember the other. I think there was four. 
And one is Tom Brady, except he's won 10. <laughs> <laughs> Rogers has that one in his pocket. Can't count that one, huh? <laughs> count the win. Um, well, Rogers does have a winning playoff record. You are also pretty, like, Rogers sucks. He can I don't think he sucks, but I think he's a, he's a choke. He's a choker, man. We, uh, and that's probably not a horrible take, right? There are probably people who yeah. are As much as I was frustrated about Brady... Winning, I thought it was hilarious that Rodgers is losing again. You and I think he's overrated in a different way than Brady, but uh, he's he's overrated. Um, he does have eleven playoff wins. He has a winning record in the playoffs. So, I'll see what Tom Brady says. We're going for rings. Nothing else matters. Yeah, he has more playoffs. <laughs> that's a that's a, a he does have more than Tom Brady. More Super Bowl wins than uh, Don McNabb. You just brought the Don McNabb stat. He never won a Super Bowl. So. Um, so you think that somebody who has a winning record in the playoffs mm -hmm. has a Super Bowl win, and in that Super Bowl win, we're an MVP. Mm -hmm. 40, an MVP this year. Well, yeah, that's league MVP. I'm just you're talking about choking. Right? Yeah. So I'm just yeah. talking about playoffs. In the playoffs, he the only people with more playoffs and wins than him are obviously Brady. Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, John L.A., Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. That's it. doesn't matter. It's almost worse if you don't get the rings. He has as many rings as Brett Favre. Is Brett Favre a choke artist? No, but Favre's different. Favre's different. Favre had some good teams. Brady had the best team in the league this year. Maybe outside of the Chiefs, and it's close. Yeah. And, and uh, did I say Brady just now? Yeah, you did. I okay. meant Rodgers. Rodgers. And Rodgers had the best team in the league. Multiple times. They've had no excuse to not win the Super Bowl probably three or four times. Well, let's not compare him to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, to Phillip Rivers. No, he's not Phillip Rivers. <laughs> but he's also more talented than Phillip Rivers. Definitely. He's, I'm not going to deny his talent level. There's just something he doesn't have that Tom Brady and some of these other guys do. Tom Brady's the only one, though. Uh, no, he's not the only one. Well, do you think that Roethlisberger is a better quarterback? Yeah. What about I'd rather have Roethlisberger what? in their prime, not what, right now. What about Eli? He's got two Super Bowls. No, but Eli had something. <laughs> yeah, he played best in the moments, or in the big moments. There's and no Rodgers, people are going to say he had a pretty good stat line. It doesn't matter. They they had three straight turnovers, and they came out with it with six points. Six points. So that's fucking pathetic. Not even seven. It's pathetic. Yeah. And it's funny. Do you think that they should have gone for it? Of course they should have went for it. On fourth down, yeah, fourth and ten. Well, obviously, and that's not even retro. That's not, that's not uh, hindsight twenty twenty. At the time, I was like, why aren't they going for it? That's a Vic Fangio. This makes no sense whatsoever. Makes yeah. no sense. No sense whatsoever. I still think they lose. I, yeah. there's, it's just destiny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to be interested to see if Mahomes' destiny outshines Brady's destiny. Yeah, I don't know, man. I. I bet it's, it's I, I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I don't know. I don't, it's, this is the absolute worst case scenario. It is, but if you take it for what it is and remove your hatred for the Chiefs and the disdain for, for Tom Brady, it's pretty awesome. If you're able to look at it just... Well, I'm not. Well, if you were able to look at it from the angle of a fan... How awesome of a matchup. The best player in the league right now. The best player of all time by anyone's account. The best, probably, you, you would argue that he's the best athlete in the history of sports. 
Tom Brady going up against Patrick Mahomes. It's a good, it's a good matchup, and it's compelling. So there's one thing I think about when I think of Tom Brady. It's athlete. Well, however you want to, what picture you want. He's the best sportsman in the history of, and that, you know how I feel about Brady. But if you you can't argue against it, you can't argue against it. He's more dom. He's more dominating than Michael Jordan. More dominating than Jordan, just not as good. More dominating than, than Wayne Gretzky. He's more dominating than LeBron James. Yeah. I'm mean, just can't, not as good as those guys. But you can't, but you can't, I know, but you can't make the argument now without almost sounding like an idiot. Because no, look what the dead dude, dude did. Even Tampa hasn't won a, a playoff game in 20 years. Not taking any credit away from him. Obviously, I've underestimated and I have to eat crow. And I can't go on record anymore of saying that I think Brady's under overrated. I can't do it. But fuck, man. It, it, then it's magic. Then it's magic. No other quarterback throws three straight picks and wins an <laughs> NFC fucking conference game. Let me ask you this with the Brady magic. And let's just, you know, I don't believe in many things that I can't touch and feel and see for to be real. That you can't quantify. Let me ask you this. Darren Brady's years, how many times after Brady started uh, in New England, what happened with the Red Sox? <laughs> they started to win. What happened with every sports team in Boston? What are the Red Wings? Is that the uh, No, that's not the What's the, the Boston team? That's Detroit. The Bruins. Bruins. Yeah. The basketball, the Celtics. Celtics won plenty. Okay, but I know that, but they were bad for a stretch. And then Boston was the dominant sports team throughout Brady's tenure there. What three teams made it to the finals this year? Brady broke the Bambi, the curse of the Bambino. Who who the who's Lightning? in the World Series this year? Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And who else? And the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay was in the Stanley Cup, and now they're in the Super Bowl. All in twenty, all from twenty twenty. And all ever, all ever, all of them since Tom Brady joined the Buccaneers. And to tie a nice little bow on it, the Super Bowl's in fucking Tampa. In Tampa. So you First tell me ever. if there isn't some kind of magic. Did Tom Brady sell, sign a deal with the devil? He must have. That's the only way to explain it. But. You should look better while doing it. Throwing those three picks and still lose. I'm sitting there watching it. When, when Rodgers didn't run in for that touchdown that would have allowed them to go for the two-point conversion and tie yeah, it, yeah. when he threw it into double coverage instead, just run into the end zone, which Rodgers has done a hundred times should have ran the end career. zone. Yep. And then when Matt LaFleur decides to kick a field goal there, it's just Brady magic. Because I'm sitting there thinking, you dipshit, LaFleur. Yeah. You think you're getting the ball back? You're not. There's no chance you get this ball back. None. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, to be fair, though, only one of those interceptions was a bad pass. Two of them were bad passes. I will fight you on that. One of them I think was two not. should have been catches. Two came off their hands. Well, the Matt Evans one, the one that went to Evans was high. The he, sh he should have caught it. It's, it's Evans. Yeah. He had it. He should have caught that one. It hit it. It went off his hands. I disagree. I don't think that he should have caught it. I All think right. the ball was overthrown. I, I, it I wasn't a great pass, it. but Evan should have caught it. It went off his fingertips, not his hands. It, it hit the top of his hands. Yeah. Evan should have came down that ball. I watched that replay thirty times, trying to decide if it was a bad if I can blame it on Brady. Because when it happened live, I'm like, that one's not even on Brady. And then Jess and I rewound it, and I rounded it a couple more times. Probably rewound it three times. It was high. Well, the 
And Brady's reaction. Aikman doesn't agree with you. He was he was pissed at. He was like, "You got to catch that ball." No, he even said um, on on one of the picks, "Yeah, the dude should have caught the ball." Uh, he was talking about Evans specifically. No, he was saying he even said after Brady threw it, like he knew when he let it go. That was a different ball. There was a ball that went way over Evans' head that was was not intercepted. It was a bad pass, and that was after the three picks. And that's when Aikman said that was Tom Brady's first bad pass of the game. That was after the three picks. Okay. There was one that was way too high. It was it was open. Evans was open, and he overthrew him, and it hit him in the fingertips. Didn't fingertips. get picked. And Brady, that was after the three picks, and Aikman said that's the, the first bad pass that he's had tonight. Well, if Aikman didn't agree that the one with Evans was a bad pass and it was on Brady, then I disagree with Troy Aikman. Yeah. Well, that's when they were talking about the overthrow. And I'm I don't, confusing two different plays. Because that's what that pass was after the three picks, and that and I was on board too. I, I that was his first bad pass. Yeah. The other three, in my opinion. One was just kind of a bad pass, but it was a fluke. Something weird happened. I can't he got remember. Hit. Yeah, and then the other two. It was it honestly almost like a punt. Like it almost looked like the one that Evans tipped to the guy, which was a great catch by the DB. Like Evans wasn't even going hard hard for it. It was a weird. Like maybe it hit him off the fingers, but Evans wasn't going hard for the ball. I felt like it was Evans' fault. I disagree. I think it was Brady's fault. Doesn't matter. Brady won. He's going to his tenth Super Bowl. Yeah. I just, all right. If call it. Don't call it three interceptions. Call it two. Because if you're doing that, then we take away Aaron Rodgers. No, it doesn't matter. The interceptions don't matter. None right. of it does. Not now. They he won. Yeah, they won. Um, and Rodgers' interception, the guy held, and that's why I was so pissed about when they called holding at the end of the game. Did you see that though? There's a picture of this guy's shirt is two and a half feet away from his body. Yeah, he held back. it. It was a lot more egregious than the other one. And I'm not being an apologist here. I just feel like people are going to try to throw all the – I hate the fans complaining about this thing. Every time, there's only been two or three instances in the history of the NFL where people legitimately have an excuse to complain well, about the, the, Saints. the refs. I don't think – Saints the, for sure. I don't think the Packers lost because of the refs. Yeah. I would have just – I think they should have gotten the ball back. I think that was a bad call. Only because of the precedent that they had set the entire They were letting game. them play. They were letting Jessica them play. Jessica and I talked about it in the third quarter, and she's like, God, can you do that? No, but they didn't let them go all game. They were letting them go. And I said, even on that Rodgers pick where that guy held him, where it might be wasn't as blatant as when the Packers held, but it turned him into an interception, so it was more devastating or equally as devastating. Yeah. I said, I don't care as long as they keep letting it go. And then for them to call that one, that's my problem. Yeah. I don't think the refs lost the game. But I do think it was a bad call because of what they've been calling all game. I would I w- say to me that was the worst case of pass interference that they had shown because when you watch that, there's a picture, and the guy has a hold of not only his not his jersey, the undershirt, the undershirt, and it's yeah. two feet pulled away from his butt. He's holding him back, being able to run, and it's in the open. The other one that you're talking about, there were there were people tied up. There was a lot of uh, if it was just one, I wouldn't be talking about it. It yeah. was all game. No, there was. There there was. They were really letting him play, which I appreciate. But and you can say, I, that's a hard one not to call the way that it was in the very well, open. Well, nobody else called it. And he's, Only one official called it, and it came in late. It was very late. And even Aikman, your boy, is like, I don't know. They've been letting him play all game. He said, no, he didn't. He said that that's the right call. They well, it's did. a right call because it's a penalty. Yeah. And it was. It is. But... No one should complain about that call or the refs. Oh, in the I game. could complain about that. But they call. shouldn't. Like the fans need to shut up about it. I like you have to, about you, it. You, you can't score on th- off of three turnovers. 
You know, only score six points off Six points. Turnovers. That's where they lost the game. After three turnovers. They didn't lose the game because of the refs. That was a shit call. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's fine. It's not the best, but it's not a terrible call. I would have liked to have seen him get the ball back just from a fan's perspective. The worst call was not going for it on for it down by the coach. This That's is, the call. No, this is all Packers' fault. Yeah. Rodgers should have ran it in instead of throwing a double coverage. LaFleur should have gone for it on fourth down. And the Packers should have gotten more than six points out of three turnovers. Yeah. That's still a shitty call. And that's, uh, I'd go back to Rodgers. If that's Peyton Manning, he's not leaving the field. Thank you. He's saying, fuck you, we're on this play. Jess even asked me, like, can't Rodgers push the field goal team yeah. off the field? I said, Peyton would have. We're not talking about Bill Belichick here. Yeah. Where he says it, you're doing what he says. Yeah. There's no scenario with any coach that Peyton Manning had where he's not, no, we're staying out. I see, We saw him do that. I've seen him do it. I saw him do it with Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy. Get off the field. And get a first down. Do you remember that? Of course. Yeah. So, again, there's just something about about Rodgers that I don't like as a leader. He's a douche. I don't like him, and I think he's a a dickhead. I I think he's talented. I can't sit there and be like, the dude balls out. Um, So, I guess we'll save our picks till next week. Yeah, okay. Um, I think I already said I'm picking... You're picking Tampa. Well, I, I am going to lose-lose here. I don't want to pick either team. Yeah. Because you always have that sensation of if you pick, you kind of root for whoever your pick is. Well, I think Casey's going to win, but I don't want to pick Casey because I don't want to be sitting there rooting for Casey. Well, you've already kind of resigned yourself to the fact that Casey's winning the next six of ten Super Bowls. So, so what's worse, Casey winning five of six with one loss to Tampa or just running six off straight? I don't know. Yeah. If let me ask you this: If they win, do you think Tom Brady will retire? If Tampa Bay wins, no, he's too arrogant. He's got to go get. He's got to walk out of the league as number one and everything, and he can't do that without coming back. He'll pass Breeze. He, he has the most pass Breeze. Yeah. yeah. So no, he'll be back. But he he <laughs> he has winning records that will never be beat, even by Mahomes. It's not going to happen. I, We're not going to see somebody win that many seven. We joke about Mahomes. He's not winning seven Super Bowls. Yeah. If assuming Tom Brady wins this, odds are he's not. This, these might be the only records that never get. I hope they don't get broken. broken. I hope that they don't. Oh, if it's a Bronco that does well, it. Well, if it's a Bronco, then all day. But it's not going to be a Bronco. It would be the fucking Chiefs and Mahomes yeah. for 20 years from now or 30 years from now that's probably not the Broncos. Statistically, uh, most likely, yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't know. they probably won't get broken. But if they do, it's not going to be fun for any other fan of the team that's doing it. Yep. So I hope they don't get broken as much as I hate. Man, it's so funny when the Patriots first went to the Super Bowl the first time. It was out right after 9-11, and I remember, like, oh, the Patriots. It felt good for them. They'd been bad for so Remember how fucking terrible they Same were? Same thing with the Yankees. For so long, all through the yeah. 90s, man, just the worst team. I mean, they were maybe the worst team. Of the uh, decade. Bledsoe made them a little better, but they, uh, you know, it was them or Tampa Bay, right? What? It was either them or Tampa Bay in the 90s that were some, two of the worst teams. <laughs> yeah. It's like... The majority of my life up until that point, all of my life, New England was terrible. Patriots sucked. Just terrible. Yep. So you felt bad for them. You didn't even hate them. Right. You felt bad for them. Kind of feel like you feel about the Bills yeah. now. So when they got in the Super Bowl, I was going for them. Yeah, Plus me this too. guy, Tom Brady, he's, a, you know, bypassing the draft. You know, he's kicking ass. It's like, oh, this is an awesome story. Yeah. 
And then after that, it was just <laughs> fucking done, man. I might have rooted for him uh, against the Eagles, too. Maybe. But, Weren't you an Eagles fan, though? Yeah, so I guess I wouldn't have been. Yeah. I was in Guam. I remember watching it on a Monday, after, Monday like morning. Yeah. Yeah, after, after, by the third one, you hate him. Yeah, for sure. You hate him. Ugh. Well. And uh, it's just so all these years... And all we've talked about is, is Belichick. It's Belichick and Belichick. And I'm not saying Belichick's not an amazing coach. He is. Never going to argue against that. But <laughs> He doesn't have the magic fingers. Uh, is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? Oh, man, yeah. I did want to talk about that. That's a good question. Um, so it's statistically, he's between third to fourth all-time in everything. St- of pure stats. Fifth most fourth, yards fifth. and fifth most touchdowns. Fourth to fifth. There's a few things he was fourth in. And he's above Dan Marino in those those statistics of yards and, and touchdowns. Which, when Marino retired, there was no doubt, right? No doubt. Like, he's... Zero doubt. Automatic. Even with no Super Bowls and just the career he had. Now, obviously, this is a different time period. People are putting up more yards. And it's not black or white for me. It's black or white with you with Frank Gore. Frank Gore, for sure. You're running. You, you finish third all time in the run. You're in. So if Breeze was third instead of fourth in some of the categories? Is uh, well, how much does the Super Bowl wins weigh on a quarterback compared a to lot, running back? A lot more. Barry Sanders never won, even got close. He's yeah. the best running back of all time. Nobody really cares how many Super Bowls. Uh, yeah, but that's an easy one. Same like Dan Marino. Dan Marino yeah, didn't win Super Bowls. But Frank Gore is, though, too. Just yeah, no, it's the easy. longevity. I'm it's automatic. And, I mean, they, you could say they've had equal career, careers. Gore's third all-time, and he uh, Rivers is fifth in a really challenging category with a lot of really great players. And if you look at probably the top seven of those quarterbacks in that I bet they're all in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame definitely, definitely. I didn't go that deep but no, you know Breeze, you have to look at Manning, it uh, Brady Elway Marino probably Roethlisberger yeah, yeah. All. and he's got more yards than all those guys yeah except for Breeze and Brady, Brady and Manning and one more right one more whoever that is yeah I guess it's either Elway or Marino or Favre maybe Favre because yeah. Favre was number one when he retired. Yeah. So he has more yards than Marino, Elway, and everybody else. But it still it seems like statistically, how could he not Well, be? here are his full-year stats. 17 years, 65% completion percentage, 63,000 yards, 421 yeah. TDs, 209 interceptions, 95 rating. Regular season, 134 wins, 106 losses. So that's not good. That's not great. Playoffs, 5-7. and seven. Fifth most... Uh, Yards and touchdowns of all time. Uh, I say he gets in, but it's not going to be first ballot. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a tough one because, like, Eli should. He's got those two Super Bowls. Eli's in. Eli 100% should be. Yeah. And I, but I don't know if he's first ballot either. I think that – I think he's a lot more automatic than Rivers. I don't think Brady – I don't think Rivers should. Yeah, I don't know if he should, but I think he will. I think he probably will too. And but I think it's. But I'm not saying. Uh, you were talking I, about Rodgers having some of the best teams ever. Remember those 14 and two Chargers teams? Yeah, they were the best teams ever. Well, I, best I, teams. In the I think Rodgers is automatic, though. Sure. I'm not arguing that. But it's just I guess because of that one Super Bowl win. 
So yep. I guess if he would have got one win, he's automatic. Plus, he's going to have better stat line, more playoff wins, a lot more regular season wins. Rivers is just almost a 500 quarterback in the regular season. Yeah, he's, like we said all along, he's franchise death. I can't put somebody (laughs) in the Hall of Fame who is franchise death. That's a good point. And I'm I'm not saying, I think he will end up in the Hall of Fame. And I I don't think he he should be, but I'm not, I'm not 100% certain. It's just, it's just hard for me to have a top five passer of all time not included in the Hall of Fame. That's a, it's a tough pill to swallow. Especially when somebody like Marino, who I guess had a hell of a lot more wins. Hell and, of a lot more wins. And was the best quarterback in the NFL for a good chunk of his career. Yep. Between him or Elway every... That's like trying to compare Frank Gore to Barry Sanders. Just can't do it. Can't compare Philip Rivers to Dan Marino. Yeah. Well, he's the most comparable person. Just because of the no Super Bowl wins. But I, those are probably the two that you would compare, and then you'd look at Marino's winning percentage and playoff record even though they didn't win the Super Bowl and it's going to be a pretty stark difference big difference I don't I don't know I won't hate the fact if he gets in I won't either I'm not going to write the hall and I don't really care but I care because I don't think he should be yeah but he's going to be so it's not that big of a deal to me I don't think he's first he's not going to make it the in five years I don't know him and Breeze in the same class. I don't know who's eligible in five years. I can't tell you if he will or not, but I'm confident he will, and I just don't think he should. Playoff, he is. I bet there's enough people death. that have that same, feel the same way that will keep him from being out right in right away. He'll get in eventually. Yeah. But I mean, if you stack him up against Eli, who's also top seven and everything, and has two Super Bowl wins, it's not even close. Yeah, not even close. Not even close. Same draft class. Yeah, same draft class. Traded for each other. Crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, speaking of trades, should we go get Matt Stafford? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this episode of Broncos Briefing. <laughs> yeah, we get go go for it. You said that uh, you wanted to talk about Stafford specifically. I did. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I've seen him play some, not much at all, and I've always been lukewarm about him. I just I, I watched a highlight reel the other day of this guy, and it it made me uh, really want him. Dude made some. He's got skills, man. Have you seen a couple of those no look passes that he's made? Yeah, whenever that's what sold me. When I saw the no look pass, that was just fucking insane. I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's get him. <laughs> At least it'll be exciting. Yeah, I would be happy to have him. I want him. But there's a reason Detroit's giving him up. And you were talking about Aaron Rodgers earlier, and we talked about Deshaun Watson. Why isn't he winning playoff games? Dude, why can't Matt Stafford put together a winning season in Detroit? It's Detroit, man. Now, now I'm not saying he will. I'm not saying that, you know, it's it would be the same as getting Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> or Pat Mahomes or somebody like that, where it, now automatically you're making a, you know, a but... I think it's worth a chance. Yeah, it's worth a chance. Especially since he doesn't have a lot of years left in him. It's not like you're signing a contract for the next seven years and it's somebody that's going to be the franchise for, you're hoping, 15 years. It's worth a chance to get this guy, bring him in, and see what he could do. When uh, you were talking about those no-look passes, the only reason I know that is because Matt Hasselback brought it up a couple of Sundays ago. Yeah. They did a highlight on it. And, like, you know, we all brag about Pat Mahomes, and we should, but look at what Matthew Stafford does. It's just not translating to wins, man. He had one 
Yeah, where he, I mean, it's just like Mahomes. Yeah. He's staring one way, and I don't even see how he has, watches, sees the receiver come across, just hits it. Pimp, I mean, nuts. But when I saw that, I was like, yeah, let's get him. <laughs> That's it? Let's get him. Yeah, I mean, just go for it. Why not? Uh, I think you're going to have to fight New Orleans and New England. Yeah, and I think that's a, you know, if I'm Stafford, though, I think Denver's a strong landing spot. we got a, good, a lot of good receivers that are coming, young young receivers coming up. I think one of the worst landing spots is New England for him, if I was him. Just pressure-wise. you got well, pressure. You. They don't have a great roster. Nobody. They would have to get some more wide receivers. Obviously, talent-wise and New Orleans, you're looking good, but you're falling Drew Brees. It's again another. Neither one of those situations is, I think, uh, both are a lot of pressure. Yeah, I think Denver is one of the better landing spots. It's a lot less pressure, and you have a pretty stacked group of receivers to work with. It's stacked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot better than New England, and it might be better than New Orleans as far as the youth and everything, especially how with how Thomas played at the end of the season. If that translates into next year, then they're they're not looking too good, man. Yeah, there's something about Thomas and what he does in the locker rooms for him to be suspended and yeah. the weird things that were going on there with him this year. Um, if I'm Stafford, I'd rather have saying even with that said, I'd rather have uh, the talent in New Orleans just because you put Kamara on. You there. got Kamara, like, fuck. But yeah. no, you put Judy and Cortland Sutton and Philip Lindsay, and if we retain Melvin Gordon, yeah. Noah Fant, who's a top ten NFL tight end in my opinion. Uh, definitely gonna be. No, that's 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 it's a good place for him, and there's way lower expectations. Yeah, <laughs> like the not near as stressful, man. God, uh, that's what it takes for to for Peyton Manning shine to go off. Six years of being horrible, and finally, like, okay, I'm not in Peyton's shadow anymore. Yeah, it took six years, and now it's gonna take some time from <laughs> from Drew Brees and and uh, and uh, Tom Brady's shadow. I mean, he's not, he's. Going to a team that had two of the best all-time quarterbacks of all time, just two of the left. best all-time of all time, of all time of all time. Yeah, and I don't think the quarterbacks want to play for Belichick. Yeah, it's uh, out of those three, New England's the, the worst landing spot. Yeah, which seems insane, but it is. What about San Fran? They're going to be in the hunt. I think they're going to be in the hunt. I'm sure they'll be in the hunt. I don't. I don't see. I don't see San Fran making a big push for him. They seem to be really wanting to. They can't keep Garoppolo healthy. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to. But I, they seem to really be wanting to make a push for a young guy. They have the time to do that. Yeah, they're not in a situation I, I, where like Fangio needs to win now, right? I mean, they they might end up getting him, but I, I don't think it's like Denver and. Ooh, what about Indianapolis? Yeah, that could be a good spot for him. Carolina. Uh, you got McCaffrey, but I mean, if I'm Stafford, the most appealing to me is Denver. You're not I'm, wrong, and I'm not saying that as a homer. I'm saying if if it's every everything's else equal, if everybody's offering the same contract, you know, let's just say that. And Stafford is going to have some sort of say in this, right? Like he yeah. wants out, Detroit wants him out. This isn't going to be a thing where you just go over the fuck you get sent. Stafford, I'm sure, has a no-trade clause. I'm sure, yeah. I think so he's going to be able to pick where he goes. Stay. So let's say that he's able to choose where he wants to go. Everything is the same. Denver is the most. And I would say if it was otherwise, I would say he doesn't want to go to fucking Denver, like I did with the GMs. Yeah. It's not an appealing position. 
Denver is the most appealing in that scenario. You have the best young wide receivers, maybe not the most talented offense or backfield. You have the best young wide receivers. You have a new coach that you get to come in and work with from the get-go. I think that's an advantage to somebody rather than coming in in the shadows of another quarterback in a system that has already been 100% built around the quarterback that's just leaving. I I think there's a lot of benefits to Denver. Plus, it's a good organization. Yeah, They have a good, really that. good fan base. Good city. Living in Denver is a good city. Yep. It's better than every other city we mentioned, aside from, yeah, I'd rather live in Denver than any of those cities. Yeah, I've never been to Charleston. Not Charleston, wherever, uh, Raleigh. Is that where Carolina is? I think it's in Charleston. Yeah. Charleston, North Carolina? South Carolina. It's not in Charleston, South Carolina. I thought it was in Charleston. I don't think so. Uh, it's this, it's in the state of North Carolina. Oh, I thought they are in South Carolina. Uh, I don't think so. Um, it's funny. I hadn't even um, thought about... Obviously, I had thought about whether we should look into getting Stafford. I thought about some other landing places, but I hadn't quite yet thought about it the way that you put it. Dude, Denver's the best landing spot for him. Yeah. You're right. I hadn't thought about it. It's the right... Dude, it's a good spot. Um, God, people are going crazy right now that know exactly where Carolina plays. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think it was North Carolina. I thought it was South Carolina, but... Um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, Charlotte. I knew that. I did know that. That was stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. Well, on that, that was note, really dumb. I feel like a fucking idiot. I know. I, that was so dumb. We should cut it out of the podcast. We yeah, won't let's cut it out. <laughs> but that was dumb. It was dumb that I didn't know. I knew it was in North Carolina, but to not know it was Charlotte. I couldn't even think of a city in North Carolina. <laughs> I'm like, I, I said Raleigh. I'm like Asheville. <laughs> All right, Broncos briefing, bitches. We out. So we get Matt Matt Stafford. We decided right. I think it's the best spot for Matt Stafford. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Pat Shermer, and maybe he knows more about our what will be second-year offensive coordinator. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. But. Why not? When it goes to the city, the franchise, and not having to follow a legend with a talent that you could build with, I think Denver's the best spot. Yeah. Yeah, he, it's a good move for him. And I think Denver should do it. I, uh, I don't think that Matt Stafford's ever going to win a Super Bowl. So yeah. maybe I shouldn't hope that Denver is going to do it. I think Matt Stafford's just like Philip Rivers and is a franchise killer. But at least it gives me something to tune into. And it's just a few years. If we knew that it was Matthew Stafford and we were going to have him for the next 14 years. But how many years? He's been in the NFL, what, 12 years? Yeah, he was the first pick out of Georgia. Probably like, what, 09? Well, Are you looking that up? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. looking it up. Uh, he's 32. So, I mean, you could have Ten, another six years. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Yeah, first round pick. But, it, 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 you know, nine. obviously it all depends on what kind of, what the contract. He's young. He's a lot he's, younger yeah. than I thought. I thought, well, I thought he was like 34. Yeah. It's worth a try. It's worth a try. He's, out of all the options right now, assuming Watson is off the table. So you'd rather have Watson? Well, not with that contract necessarily. I'd and like not to see what you'd have to give up. Yeah, not with that. What I have to give up, and not with, not with what I'd have to give up, and not with the contract. And I'd have to see what Stafford's contract is. Yeah. Well, we could look it up, but I'm not yeah. Doing it. But I saw something on somebody from uh, a Broncos insider said that 
Denver had looked into Watson, they'd have to give up Judy. There's three players, including Judy and Locke, and a few first-round picks to get. Yeah, I'm out. It's the exact scenario we talked about. Yeah. It would be a couple first-round picks, Judy, Locke, and one other player. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't one of the receivers, or I can't remember who the third player was. And that's why I guess Denver has felt it out, and that's what they would have to give up, and they're not interested. Yeah. That's what that insider said. I don't know how accurate I'd that is. I'd give that up for Mahomes. For sure, yeah. <laughs> but not Watson. So, assuming Watson's out of the picture, and it's Stafford or Locke, I'm going Stafford. Um, can we both agree that he's franchise death and you're probably never going to win a Super Bowl with him? I cannot imagine winning a Super Bowl with him. Does that just show you how desperate we are? For entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. For just something. Something to get it for going. The Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. That sucks. Because there's no scenario Broncos are winning the Super Bowl unless we get Mahomes or one of these. We did, we looked, we talked about, did we talk about that in the podcast? Trying to think of the, the quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls in the last 10 or 12 years. I think we talked about that off air. So next week, because we're going to have one week before the Super Bowl, we're going to break down who we think the Broncos could win a Super Bowl with. That's currently in the NFL. It's currently we'll in the NFL. do that based off of stats, based off okay. of who's won it to date. Because just, just to give a little taster, a tidbit, it's almost always a number, a number top three quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> almost always. There's only been a few situations in the last 20 years where that hasn't been the case. So much like the NBA, if you don't have LeBron James or Steph Curry, then I don't even yeah. know why you're fucking... It's, might as well just be fun to watch. It's way more apparent than we even imagined when we dove into it and looked at the statistics. Yeah, and yeah, we're back in the 90s. I remember having this conversation in Lexington when we lived in Lexington about the quarterbacks who had done it. You've got to have these, these guys and these guys only. Something in my stomach or my brain in the last five years has thought that the NFL had moved away from that a little bit. Yeah. It hasn't. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It hasn't. All right. Broncos briefing, bitches. Later, bitches. Peace. Hold my dick. <laughs>